When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. Let's pass the chase. We know social media. And we're here to answer your questions about it. Think of us as your social media dolly doctor. Your go-to gals. Your secret weapon. Let's get to it. Hello, we are Social Cut and this is our podcast where we answer your social media questions. We help small businesses and the digitally curious tackle social media challenges. I'm Paula, I'm an account manager here at Social Cut and to my left I have... Mish, hey Paula, hey Ella, hey, hey Mish. Mish, so lovely to be here. So nice to have you, so what is your role at Social Cut? Well, I have a very official title. Um, I'm the <laughs> Business develop, uh, Development Associate Officer here at Social Cut. So essentially, I pitch our services to new clients and I also like kind of ensure that we have um, good working relationships with new and potential clients. Nice. And then directly in front of me is Ella. Hey. Hey, guys. Good to be here. Me. We're back. <laughs> We're back. Back again guess who's back tell your friends anyway please don't (laughs) (laughs) what is the weirdest slash best thing you've seen on the internet this week um I can go first so this is a little bit of a humble brag pitch but Mm -hmm. we are really really excited because this week shopbrisbane.co finally went live um so if you guys haven't been following our social cut account uh we over the covid period we got a little quieter with our regular clients which is I think a lot of businesses had those issues so we decided to launch our passion project, which is just focusing on businesses within 360Ks of Brisbane, make made local, doing local, doing some cool stuff. So um, it's not a paid thing. It's not us shouting out any sort of branding, marketing, whatever. It's just because we really like our local area. So if you guys live in Brisbane or Gold Coast or Sunny Coast or Toowoomba, check it out. It's shopbrisbane.co. Um, and it's also on Instagram as the same name. So, yeah. Same for Facebook as well. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. DM us. Tell us what you're doing. Oh, I guess also send us through your favourite uh, local businesses too. <gasps> yes. Some, un, you know, Undiscovered Gems. Yeah, love them. drop on into our DMs. Even if you are a local business or you know a local business, um, pop in our DMs on Facebook or s- we actually have a submission form on our website as well. So we'd love to hear from you because we're always looking for new and local businesses around. Um, what is the weirdest slash best thing you've seen on the internet this week, Mish? Well, it's um, – I don't technically know if it's the weirdest slash best thing, but it's definitely a first for me. I got invited to a Zoom wedding. That is Ooh. definitely it's, the best. It, yeah, absolutely. And I guess to make it a little bit sad on my part, it's my first ever wedding I have attended and it's going to be via Zoom. Well, you just have to look really cute though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, my, All the filters. Yeah, well, my dad's like, so what do I wear? He's like, do I have to wear like – a full-on suit or can I just do business on top casual down the bottom I was like I don't know I've never attended one so if you have actually been to a zoom wedding please hit us up at social cut let me know what's what's appropriate attire to wear to a zoom wedding gosh that's right because do you dance at a zoom wedding like do you I don't know does everyone just like put on the same song and try and sync up 
the music so that you can dance at the same time? I, I have no idea. My mom's like, oh, so can everyone see us? Like, will we be able to see everyone? I was like, no, mum. Like, oh, so yeah, they're going to do it like they're not going to do the gallery view. They're going to no. like oh, turn I, off I the video know. for guests? I hope oh. so. Actually, no, because I want to wear a cute outfit. I want everybody to see it. So, no, video on would be great. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of going to a wedding if you can't get dressed up for the wedding? Yeah, absolutely. Pop some champagne on Celebrating the love. <laughs> my favourite thing to do. <laughs> um, my best slash weirdest thing on the internet, definitely a best one, is dogs working from home. Oh, the Instagram always account. Always a winner. Yeah, no, my favourite. There's this one pug that's just like hit a wall on Friday, I think it was posted, and it's just like face down on the table. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so on to our questions. This week we have a question from Jamie and they say, I've just launched a new product and I want to get more exposure. What can I do? Well, that's a great question from Jamie. Um, mm. I think the best way to kind of get more reach on your new product or if you're launching a product, it's definitely pitching to the media. Mm. Um, I think that's a great way to reach new audiences. But um, I think before we kind of deep dive into pitching to the media, I think it's important for us to explain that, um, you know, the term media involves your traditional News Corp type Mm. um, newspapers. But now it also, I guess, includes... um, bloggers, influencers, all that kind of stuff. So, and I think essentially when people say, oh, pitching to the media, you're like, oh my gosh, like I I can't do that. Like that's so scary. But it's so official. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I think kind of got to remember that like pitching to the media has like a new term. Yeah. I think, you know, and it's a big, it definitely ties into social media as well, which is why we kind of are touching on it. Like we're not necessarily a media agency Um, at the moment. We might be, who knows? We'll see what's happening. (laughs) Big things to come. Um, However, like it is certainly all encompassing, uh, encompassing, encompassing. Um, (laughs) So yeah, it is really evolving, you know, like, and even further than that, like a lot of, um, you know, the way the media outlets operate is really different to what they used to. Like, they have a huge presence on social media and, you know, a lot of people actually only consume their media through social media as well. So oh, yeah, especially with COVID. I think the amount mm. of people consuming media yeah, definitely. Um, goes up. And same with... Um, What's that wonderful news outlet that people put up um, request? Um, Sorry, which one? Uh, you know the one... Um, the is it a TV show or is it an no, online no, no. publication? Yeah, online publication. Mm-hmm. We just got one through this morning with the online dating. Uh, oh, oh, Source yeah, Bottle. Yeah, 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 Source yeah. Bottle, sorry. <laughs> I was um, like, what are you I'm talking like, about? What is it? Also, um, <laughs> so in, I think I've mentioned before on the podcast, in our office we keep our eyes out for the strangest and weirdest um, media call-outs and we always will assign our newer intern a task of writing one. So I'm not sure if I actually we had this conversation, but one year that um when Bridget first started with us, she was an amateur female sumo wrestler. She didn't know that, <laughs> but she became it. But she became she it. Yeah. It. So anytime an, an intern comes in and they're like complain about a task, Bridget just looks at them and she's like, "You don't know. You don't even understand. You don't understand." You don't. um ella's latest thing is she's found this great tiktok video where it's just what is it just like a girl um yeah there's there's this lady woman girl and she's at home on a couch and it's like god um when you're a great girlfriend who cooks and cleans and you know is amazing gf basically and then you're at home and all your boyfriend does is play games and like they're lying on she's lying on the ground and it's just like this backtrack going i don't understand." understand I don't understand. Anyway, <laughs> that's basically that song has become like a recurring loophole in my head mm. of any time something I'm not sure. I'm just like, that doesn't make sense in the world. I don't mm. understand. And I'll be like standing yeah. like 
at the lights and I'll start singing it and people just stare at me. I'm like, ah, I mean, I don't understand. Things <laughs> don't make sense anymore. So look, honestly, I feel like that is very relevant. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But anyway, back to it. Sorry, <laughs> looping back to what I um, <laughs> originally was talking about. Um, so source bottle, a lot of journalists are active on there. And same with yeah. Facebook. You see a lot of people being like, if this, you know, something happened, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, contact Channel mm. 7, you know, we'd love to have you on tonight. So I, yeah. I think it's so true the way that they're kind of... Well, yeah, definitely. Finding news. And I think, you know, that's the thing you do see on like even like Unilad, which in theory is not a media outlet, but it is. Like it publishes media. Like that's what mm. it does. And Did like they always say, you know. pedestrian, stuff like yeah, that. Like yeah, like send us your videos. If you have a story, contact us. And quite often on the bottom of those email um, videos and things that you do see, like Vox is a big one. They have contact us. Send us an email if you have a story that you want to talk about. So it's um, previously with a lot of, I guess, the journalism concept of how to, how media works. It was definitely one way, like it was quite hard to get in touch with a journalist or with a news agency or a media outlet of some sort. However, now it seems that barrier has been lifted a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think for all the listeners at home who might not know exactly what pitching to the media is, essentially you just kind of write um, a short but punchy uh, you know, message, like a personalised message to entice either a journalist, a blogger, whoever your audience is um, to, you know, I work with you. Yeah. Mm. I think I think one big thing, um, I'm just looping back through, pitching to the media is different to advertising. Yeah. Um, so obviously the message today was how do I get some exposure? Yeah. Now let's say you've launched a new product and it's twelve ninety five and it's this and it's that, something else. Um, basically talking to the media and going, oh, my product's two ninety five, and here it is and blah, 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 mm. isn't really enough to actually get picked up and be interesting. You need to actually have a point of difference. Like, and you have to kind of almost leave the sales pitch at the door in a way. Yeah. So it's about yeah. what what is interesting to you, like what is interesting to your reader, and that's a really big thing as well. Is it localised? Is it that they've got the similar niche as you? So like let's say you were pitching to the Urban List versus Mamma Mia, which might be a parenting thing. Um, so you really, really have to think about removing the amount because it's like you have to think about removing the amount of effort and work oh, it takes absolutely. for that journalist to find a story out of that yeah so, so i think it's sorry paul i think it's just about including that like hook or angle so i think if you pitch with that essentially the journalist will be like oh i don't have to like do any more research into this it's right there yeah so just just removing any barriers at the end of the day because like journalists whoever would be re- receiving so many pitches daily mm-hmm. like you need something that mm-hmm. go oh, okay well i can just get on this quickly i don't have to do more research everything i need to know is right there yeah absolutely yeah exactly so like the pitch is um in terms of the process so we'd be like okay well well, what is your product or what is a thing that you want to get coverage on? Um, what publications, media publications? It could even or, be you as a founder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it could just be you and then at the end you say, oh, well, I've just done this thing here. Um, and then that's part of the story. But you're basically taking um, the thing that you're doing and constructing a narrative around that and then pitching that narrative rather than the product itself or the the service itself. Is that about right mm. I, th- I think it depends and it's it's so different like mm. um you know if your client wants to talk at gold coast business week well you're going to be pitching him as like a thought leader etc versus if you've just if you're a, a bridal stationary company and you've created a new wedding um guest book like it's your it's your pitching or your tone around it's going to be very different so i guess there's no cookie cutter no there isn't one a one size fits, fits all, all no there isn't. It, unfortunately and i think the other thing as well to be mindful of is is there a timeliness of it like you mm. know has it just been mother's day and you're saying oh wow like all mums love 
organic vegan meringues. So this is what we do. Or is it vegan awareness week and you have a product that particularly falls into that? Then then you can kind of piggyback off that or like sustainability or, you know, Earth Hour, for example. A lot of brands could potentially get some coverage around interesting things they do as a business or as a product to do that. So it's really about like, I guess, timeliness, um, angles. Is it a slow news week? Because like that's a big one too. You might even just get bumped for the sake of, you know, um, it's just too busy. Or, you know, let's say you're an Instagram influencer. You may even get media for that too. Like, mm. you know, you're doing something a bit differently, um, you've got a different angle, different edge, whatever. Yeah. So when we pitch to a media outlet, it's first identifying and making sure that that outlet aligns with the story or like the, the thing that we're pitching so that we're not going to go to Mamma Mia and say, hey, let's talk about... Cars. He- yeah, cars. <laughs> I was literally going to be like heavy metal bands or cars. Yeah. Like that, that's that's not a thing. No. Um, you have to find and make sure that... Unless the heavy metal band happens to be Pussy Riot. Like, that's you know? true. There's yeah. always like an exception and that would be your point of difference. Mm. Like what is, what is that? Um, and then in terms of... Mm, well, oh, sorry, Paul, I was oh, going to say, well, I, essentially, I think you'd start with creating a bit of like a, a pitching list. Yeah, yeah and, and least, going yeah. through and being like, okay, what are your like, I like to call them cash cows or like, you know, key people you really want to get. Mm-hmm. And then, then you, of course, have some additional people that you're like, oh, yeah, kind of relevant. Oh, sorry, when she's saying people that you want to get, she's talking about... Um, magazines articles yes, journalists sorry. yeah um, so outlets. when we say like people it's like buzzfeed pedestrian mamma mia um i'm listing a whole bunch of online publications but obviously or, like yeah the or people like financial you review or, yeah you know it could whatever. be even the channel seven news or it could even be an influencer or it could be exactly yeah if you want to pitch to sarah's day or something like exactly yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a big thing as well it's like just back around what media is there's so many different opportunities to get exposure because what we're really saying we're not this isn't really necessarily about pitching to the media it's about how you can create exposure and i'm going to say almost collaborative secondhand exposure mm. from someone else and doing it without paying for an advertorial um advertorial sorry yeah so that's kind of the the key difference in terms of um publishing an ad or getting an editorial in a publication and pitching to the media to have your free f- yeah. yeah so it's it's the money um so when it it's comes also the authenticity as well because if you see sponsored at the bottom of like a post or sponsored mm. at the bottom of something you don't feel like it's as authentic true and there isn't as much social proof behind it correct right um so when it comes to tailoring our pitches to these different media outlets and people that we want to like share our message with um how do you recommend people go about doing that is like finding a, their list or about um, or the, like creating the actual pitch yeah like, so creating so the actual let's just pitch. say you've created your pitch list everybody mm-hmm. you want to reach out to so this is like the second step yeah. like ta- like tailoring the pitch like customized approach. i think i think one thing that we do need to do though guys is actually just mention how you can find that pitch list oh yeah well absolutely i think it just starts well going back to the fact well who you're pitching you know what what's your product um and whether it's you know mainly online publications or if you're more of the traditional media or, or even influencers like I think first of all it's it's all about with influencers going online and and seeing who kind of aligns with your your brand and whether that's searching hashtags if it's beauty related mm-hmm. um, and I think also you know going back to journalists is just typing in and seeing what you know what news um, publications cover your kind of product or service or, or your you know your yeah. audience like yeah. Wh- yeah. and I think the thing is it's not necessarily just even product or service it's thinking first and foremost about who is your audience and I know we've talked about this in previous podcasts it's such an important mm-hmm. one to have a clear idea of so if you know that the type of person that buys your product is a mum and she has a newborn kids maybe you want to go to a morning tv show like a morning show sort of thing because right. she might be up early nursing 
watching that in the morning and then she reads Mamma Mia later in the afternoon and then she does something else. So like Right, so we find our audience and then work backwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we obviously the only reason why we're doing this pitching is because we want to either sell something or sell ourselves. So mm. there's no point being published in the wrong publication. Yeah. Because then you won't talk to the people and get like the reach that you want. No. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, so I guess back to what Mish was saying, like I know that one of the ways that we've always looked for, like if we can't find someone's specific email address or contact details, like we will sometimes use LinkedIn to get to know even a bit more about that person we're pitching to. So like what, what sort of articles they write or like what style they are, because not all writers are created equally as well mm. <laughs> uh, in terms of not skill, but in terms of the way they approach things. So it's really important to be aware of who you're pitching to as well. Yeah, I suppose. Um in terms of pitching to someone, you want to make sure that they align with the messaging and that uh, you're not going to go to someone like, uh, I don't know, a Simon Cowell when what you want is a Paula Abdul, you know? Like, yeah. what tone do you want? Absolutely. Um, so, I guess hopefully that makes sense. If you guys have any more questions about that actual process, please drop them oh, in yeah. a comment or message to us because I know that obviously we have a limited time to actually break this stuff down so that we're just doing a bit of an overview. But... um. Mish, next part was... How to actually, I guess... Write your pitch. Yeah. And um, I guess how to put it in there. And once again, you know, there's no one size fits all on this, but I think it's just ensuring that you stay true to your brand's tone. Like, I think, you know, we always think, okay, I'm, you know, I'm pitching or this has to be more formal. Mm. But, you know, if your brand isn't formal... Like if you think of go to skincare, like they're, they're very much, you know, young, fun, like, you know, very mm. light tone, like that, you know, they're not going to be essentially writing very formally using therefore and thus. Like yeah, I think like you doctory just, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, very uni literature vibes. Um, so I think essentially you just want to give them a brief overview of, of, you know, your product service or, you know, whatever you want them to cover. I think just making that very clear um, and essentially just needs to be short, sharp and punchy. Like you just need some good background mm. information and you need some kind of hook too. Like, is there yeah. something like, ooh, like we do this so much better than someone else. Like you need something that's going to catch their attention to go, oh, actually, you know, I'm going to write an article on, you know, this person instead of the other 50,000 pitches I've received. Yeah. Yeah. You need to have a point of difference and you need to, as Ella was saying earlier, do the work for them so it's easier for them yeah. to do this and to make sure that you get that free advertisement. I think, I think the other Sorry, thing that's... advertisement, but like that free coverage. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing that's really important as well is to identify how you're sending this message to them. So like, let's say you send a message to them on Instagram, you're not going to be filling in the same amount of details as you are as no, having your email and then an attachment. Yeah. Mm. Actually, and that's a really good thing to point out, you know, let's just say with influencers, if you're, if you can't find an email address for them, um, essentially you can always just send them a DM and be like, hey, look, I'd love to work with you, etc. A very short intro and say, you know, can I please have your email address and then email them a longer pitch as well. Same yeah. with LinkedIn. Yeah. And, and, and with that as well, though, like with uh, keeping in mind on Instagram, you quite often go into their request inbox. Yeah. So dropping them a comment on one of their posts saying, hey, I've just popped into your requests. Um, would love to chat to you. Please check them out. Yeah. Just so they can actually see that or yeah. have a better chance of it. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, and... In terms of the format that we pitch in, now I've heard some rumors that um, I've heard some rumors that press releases are outdated. What do you guys think about that? Does it depend on who you're pitching to? Does it depend on the thing that you're pitching? Yeah, basically. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I mean, look, to some degree, they are quite a stagnant format, and I think that with the changing media landscape you can quite often get away with like just really breaking down what you were saying to someone and sending it through mm. uh, by email perhaps however in saying that like 
it is a really good starting point, especially this is also obviously if you guys are DIYing it, like I, I have I don't see any huge issue with having a media attachment or a media release or press mm. release attached to your um, email or your whatever you're sending through. Yeah, like it can't hurt really. No, exactly. So if you're worried and mm. if they're if the um people that you're pitching to are a bigger organization, like mm. if for whatever reason you choose to pitch to Bauer Media, like mm. why not, you know? Yeah, and I guess one thing, um, if you guys have never written a media or press release, uh, it's really important to be having like really short sentences that could be pulled out as almost standalone quotes. So keeping the topics really interesting and broad because mm. that way, you know, if they pick it up and they only want to use one or two lines from there, they're not getting pulled out of context. So every single line has to stand alone. Um, and I think also, um, you know, definitely go and have a look to see how a media release is written. It's kind yeah. of in that triangle f- um, format, whereas like the bulk of the info is at the top. And then yeah. as you get towards the bottom, it's, it's more less of your than quotes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, also have a look to see on some other m- news publications, how people write media releases. That's really important for you to be able to kind of tweak it. And especially if you've never written a media release, it's like, oh, well, yeah. it's all these different kind of rules, quote unquote, well, to how you write one. That's a really good point, Mish. Like quite a lot of websites, big companies, so like let's say you are a local small skincare label, um, have a look on like maybe Mecca, for example, and they actually have a lot of their media press releases in the press section of their website. Mm. Um, also, don't quote me on that. I haven't actually checked to see if Mecca do, but that style <laughs> of thing. Um, but basically, in the press section of their website, they usually have places that press can pull information and new stuff from. Uh, so if you click there, in a lot of websites, it'll actually have the format of how they've written theirs. So if it's a brand that kind of aligns to you and you want to get a feeling of how they're doing this, um, that will do it. Because... The reason why they publish them there is because press actually come to look for them because they're big enough already. So, oh right, and so that's once again like saving the journalist time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as you like, you know, your Qantas do it a lot. Um, you know, different banks and things. Yeah, a lot of big brands actually. Yeah, there's yeah. usually like a little. Yeah, it's usually if something's changed, like you know, they've had a change of board members, something like that. It's because it's also to do with their shareholders too. Yeah. Alrighty. So, um, to sum up, we've got we've sort of run through where we can find people to pitch to and how we need to go about matching ourselves up and creating that pitch list. We've talked about um, refining our pitch and how to tailor it to each person. We've talked, um, you know, press releases, yes or no. Um, And in terms of knowing where to start, um, I know that something that we were talking about before the podcast started is um, source bottle and how, you know, if you just want to warm yourself up and do a bit of practicing, you know, where it's kind of low stakes, source bottle is a great place to go and to respond to some pitch, um, sorry, some requests, some, media requests. Yeah, some media requests. Um or, you know, just answer some yourself and get a hang for writing and maybe... Well, I mean, and definitely definitely going on to source bottle is a great idea because, mm. I mean, I... I I vaguely feel like we've spoken about this in one of our Yeah, we ones. did comment briefly on it in, um, I think, our platform one. Yeah, but with SourceBottle, I mean, that's the work done for you. So mm. if you don't have the time to be sending all these emails to different media outlets, go through, search some keywords. So there's uh, female founder, small business. Uh, beauty product. Beauty, exactly, like Mother's Day gift ideas, things like that. Go through and have a read of what the pitches are and what they're looking for, and then you can actually respond that way too. Yeah see how you can tailor um, your pitch and what you want to say about your product, your story, your brand, et cetera, to that. And then that's like, mm, absolutely done. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, well, does anyone have any like last minute tips or anything else they'd like to say? Um, I've got two. Yay. So I think you've got to ensure that you've got a strong subject line when you're sending the email. Don't put stuff in capitals. Don't be like, this is so important. Um, it's, 
your subject line needs to be it needs to have the hook it needs to have something that people go ooh, like I want to explore this further like I actually want to read the email so don't do the tacky like oh you know I've seen so many where it's like urgent with like four exclamation marks Mm. I just go like delete Mm. Um, so make sure you take time to actually think about what you're putting in the subject line yeah because then people on the other side of it yeah exactly people with busy lives and inboxes just like you and I think lastly don't be afraid to follow your pitch up like you know give Mm. it a couple of days and email back and be like hey look um, are you still interested would you be interested I think that's a really important thing Um, don't go okay I've sent it and then just walk away I think you've got to go back and and don't like I think only you know retarget them or repitch to them once don't keep going back if they haven't responded they haven't but that's something to keep in mind it's just kind of follow up see how they go and then if you don't hear anything well you know try again and don't be disheartened I think a lot of people go oh, I've tried it before but I haven't got any cut through you know like you just just got to keep at it unfortunately and that's just the way that journalism works mm. and you know any kind of um platforms so, and sometimes you know um I've had a story lined up and then you know something exciting happens like you know Harry and Megan and then it's like oh sorry we've 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 given your spot to something else so mm, definitely that definitely happens you know even if the, even if the segment's been filmed like let's say you've got a you've actually been contacted by the media or you've contacted the media and you've been filmed yeah. um, as a segment, that, that can be bumped for months at a time. So yeah. don't well, feel like that's down. something to do with you. Like you, it's usually just like the newsworthiness yeah. of the day, like they need to be covering something else. Like it's just a job. So yeah. you've done everything right. <laughs> um, also, guys, I totally lied. I looked at Mecca and I mean, I'm just on my phone, so I might not have been looking in the right site map, but I can't find the press tab. So if you can find it, let me know. Um, <laughs> but a lot of do- sites do have them. Mm. And it's always worth checking out. Thank you so much, ladies. Um, and thank you all for listening. Now, if you have a social media problem, we'd love to help. Send us your questions through the portal on our website and Instagram. Thanks to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions for producing the podcast. And thank you to you for listening. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It helps other people find us. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.